baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I think this resolution is poorly researched and poorly put together and poorly worded. Um, at best, it's misleading. At worst, it's just an untruth. That's the voice of St. Charles County Councilman Mike Elam from a couple of weeks ago talking about an immigration resolution, rather an anti-immigration resolution that was proposed by a couple of different councilmen. We will talk about that in just a moment with Joe Brazel, who is a St. Charles County Councilman out of District 2. He joins us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. It is Amy Marks-Cores and Chris Ranji this morning. And Councilman Brazel, good to have you with us today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We are doing okay. So let's, uh, we know the vote failed early in the week by a 3-3 vote, did not have the majority, so it did not pass. Explain to us what the resolution is and why you felt the need to propose it. Okay, why I proposed it was, is a bunch of, when, when Mayor Jones from St. Louis announced that she's, they're sending leadership up to Chicago, they, the, Chicago's a sanctuary city. St. Louis is not. And so they had brought in 18,000 immigrants to Chicago, and obviously it's not working out so well for them. So they want to bring them down to St. Louis. Now, keep in mind, this is what you call the, uh, this is the parole program from the, the DHS, Homeland Security. And do you realize that this is, was not an act of Congress? So the Biden administration just said this is what we're doing, which is unlawful. It's unconstitutional because it can go through Congress. So Attorney General Bailey is suing Obama's or the, uh, the Biden administration on this point, along with 19 other state attorneys suing them, saying this is illegal. This is not legal. These are not legal immigrants. It hasn't been through our, our process. They're not vetted. And so. We had people calling me. I had my constituents calling me, and I'm like, you know, there's really not we can do, but I guess I can do a resolution. So that's why I did it. I called four count, three council members. They're like, yeah, I'm on board. We're just following the federal and state immigration laws. That's what we're going to do. And that's what the, the, or, the resolution says. It's very clear on what we're doing. And the last, the last whereas is we welcome anybody into our, into our county that has followed the legal process. We welcome all immigrants. And so it's not anti-immigration. It's, it's, it's law and order. It's following the federal and state immigration laws. And there's 20 other states that agree with us on this. So we're not standing alone on this issue. So the other thing is, is, you know, the, the council members who voted no for it, by voting no for it, they, they're, they're just pandering to the left. Because what, did you hear that tape, what they were chanting? Did you hear what they were chanting? Yeah, I did. And I don't really understand the purpose of it. I know you wanted us to watch it, and we did. And I saw the photos. I don't know what that has to do with, with this policy, though. Well, what it has to do with is this Palestine to Mexico, all the border walls must go. That's an anti-Israel chant. It's Hamas chant. And so half the people in there were BLM, Antifa, uh, LGBTQ, Let, and there were some, Mr. some Brazel, traditional let, let's, Democrats. Let's stay on topic here. Let, let's, why does St. Charles County have anything to do with an effort to bring immigrants to St. Louis City? The 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 ordinance the, the resolution it's a resolution we pass we well well you could ask me this we pass a lot of resolutions we pass a resolution for uh, opposing the St Louis together 
uh, resolution. Mike voted for that. I mean, so you can sit there and make that argument. What you're saying is why would what does it have to do with St. Charles County? Well, it has everything to do with St. Charles County when they start coming to St. Charles County. But more importantly, it's a resolution. None of our resolutions, all of our resolutions are pretty much meaningless. They're just statements. So let's be sure we're clear that I do understand that. But if, if that what you're saying, you're going to make that argument, that means you don't vote for any resolution because they're all useless. So, so why even vote for any it's of like, them? It's a question. Going, I just don't under, understand. No, no, it's a purpose. very no, it's a fair it's a fair question. What yeah. my point is is you can't make the argument saying, well, we have nothing to do with immigration. Yeah, that's true. But every resolution we pass is meaningless. It's just a statement. So if you're if that's your argument, then don't vote for any resolutions. So going back to the language of the resolution, there was some pushback because there was conflation between illegal immigrants and immigrants who are are here legally. Uh, You mentioned the Biden program, which is a humanitarian parole program, which would allow 30,000 immigrants from those four countries, um, Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and and Venezuela, who have a sponsor in the U.S. and who have passed a background check, so they're documented, come to the U.S. for a period of two years to live, live and work lawfully. Are you saying then that you are conflating those people with illegal immigrants? I am and 20 other state attorneys, yes. But let's say, let's go back to what you're talking about. If you think that this is, let's say that you're going to argue that this is a legitimate program, okay? So it says two years. The sponsors who bring these folks over are supposed to sponsor them for two years. Well, this program, they're sponsoring for three months. They're giving them living quarters and a phone. What happens after the three months? Who's going to take over from there? We're just going to turn them loose, going to kick them loose. What's the plan? They don't have a plan. I asked that question. What's the plan? Because if you believe this is the, the, a, a legitimate policy, then stick to the policy. But they're not doing that. So what about that? Well, the plan is that they help them get employment. There are resources for that. I mean, I've, I've read the International years, Institute. It, the, the policy requires two years. They're giving it for three. If you read it, they're giving it for three months. Yeah, and I, and I read your resolution, too, and I want to ask you about this part. It says um, that, that St. Charles County will face substantial irreparable harms from the implementation of the program since it will unlawfully authorize potentially hundreds of thousands of additional migrants to enter each of their already overwhelmed territories. So I think you got an old resolution because the new one So you change that it. then? Yeah, it doesn't okay. ha- it doesn't say that. Yeah, it, okay. it it's just specific about the uh, the homeland security policy. Okay, and so and so. I, so, I but, mean, but I'm, do you believe? I, yeah. Do you believe, uh, Councilman Brazel, that there will be harm done to St. Charles County? What is the harm? What's the financial harm? Because at, in the old uh, resolution, it says there will be pocketbook injuries. Um, so, so what exactly does that mean? How much money are we talking? And where did you get the data? It, it, it comes off of the same lawsuit filed by Attorney General Andrew Bailey. That's what his language was, pocketbook injuries, law enforcement, schools. Our schools, our, our police department is understaffed by 13 officers. We, we're completely understaffed, which 13 is not that much, but in our county it's still significant. St. Louis City is completely understaffed. They're already the highest crime rate in the, in the country. So if you're going to spend resources on immigrants, what about spending resources on the existing conditions and problems with your community? It makes zero sense. I mean, and so pocketbook injuries, our schools are completely exploding, overloaded for when when they go to St. Louis and the immigrants realize how dysfunctional it is and how much crime they have. And then they start coming to Jefferson County and St. Charles County, which will happen. Then and in and, and my view and in, in the attorney generals of 20 other states, they're illegal. They're not legal. 
So who's going to pay for this stuff? I mean, it, it, it's not about it, it, when people argue, oh, you're not, you're, you're a racist. That's what liberals go to. You're a racist. You're a fascist because they can't make a, logic, a, a logical argument. I think we're well, making you lots and I of can logical ha- arguments, <laughs> to be honest Well, no, we you. Can, you and I are having a decent yeah, discussion, yeah. but I'm, I'm just saying that well, that's what go, you hear often, you know. But, no, I, it's just it's right now where we are is we're in a financial crisis with our schools. Our schools are overloaded. Our police staff is understaffed. And so when illegal immigrants on top of a lot of other folks moving in and stuff, it creates a strain on the existing taxpayers. The same with St. Louis City. So St. Louis City has a lot of homeless people down there. What about that? So so we just let's let's start. Let's why don't we just let in whoever we want and let's not have any rules or laws. I will well, say if that's how we're going. I'm go sorry. Ahead. Yeah. And, and I think um, I I agree in the sense that our immigration policy right now, especially pertaining to the southern border, it's not even good or bad policy. It's just a lack of policy. It feels out of control. When we're talking about humanitarian parole applications, I do think that's different. I do know that many of the Bosnians who settled in St. Louis, um, those from Afghanistan who settled here, had a similar program, a humanitarian parole program, and that uh, the U.S. has so far rejected over 90 percent of Afghan humanitarian parole applications. So it's not everybody's coming in. Uh, This is as when you look at the 1.5 million humanitarian parole applications, 30,000 is still pretty slim. That's 30,000 a month. Uh, Well, well, I I, I dispute that number because the International Institute over the course of 40 years has sponsored over 24,000 people. That's really not much of a burden over a course of 40 years. And I can't I can't see an, an honest, realistic possibility of 30,000 people per month flooding into St. Louis. No, no. This What you're talking about is in the past. This is a new policy that they that they. So you think 30,000 people per month are going to make their way to St. Louis? That's, that's what it says. It's, no, no, in the country. It says 360,000. Yeah, well, let's, wor- let's worry about here, Mr. Yeah, yeah, Brazel. Let's, let's worry about St. Louis. Well, here, my point is this. You may not agree with me, but my point is this. It's 360000 into our country with this policy that we feel is unconstitutional and unlawful. So whether or not they go to St. Louis or anywhere else, it's still illegal in my view and a lot of other people's view. And so that's the that's the whole gist of the matter. And, and so you're asking me, why are we chiming in on it? It's why we chime in on anything else, just like the St. Louis together. We, we, we did a resolution opposing that. How do we, what do we have to do with that? Well, all the council members voted in favor of that. So if you want to use the argument that it has nothing to do with us, then no resolution, yeah. a lot of resolutions have nothing no, to do I, with us. No, I understand resolutions don't carry a lot of weight, but there's something to be said for saying that you're willing to put your name publicly and take a stand on a certain policy position. It's why it's important, I think, to pass resolutions, for instance, in uh, what we're facing today uh, with with uh, the conflict in Israel against Hamas, I think it's important to be able to pass a resolution condemning anti-Semitism, and it's telling when people won't put their names to that. So I understand for sure uh, the uh, purpose of a resolution in this case. I think when, again, it's confl- it's using terms, you know, illegal immigrants uh, versus those who are on humanitarian parole, it's looking at the numbers and the resolution. I mean, you are to, you know, as you said, putting your name on what you believe and what you believe to be uncomfortable. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Constitutional. That is correct. And that's that's where we're not going to agree. I do believe that it's an illegal uh, program, just like a lot of other people do. And I'll tell you this, too. I represent St. Charles County, not St. Louis. And I had a lot. I, there, there are very few people in that meeting for St. Charles County. And that's a fact. They did some kind of organization to have all these people show up. And when you say it's not important that they're doing anti-Israel chants, the group being loud and obnoxious, which I've never seen in 23 years as a council member, people treating other people that way. It was unbelievable. It was so disrespectful. And, and the chant, uh, what they were chanting, and, and it, just, it just was wrong. It was, it was organized effort to uh, just dismantle the law and order in our county and in our country and in our state. And that's what I believe. And you guys may not agree with it. That's fine. And I appreciate having this conversation with you. But it's just that's how I see it. And that's how a lot of people see it in, in, in St. Charles County. Well, for, I guess to Ron's yeah. point, I don't think he was saying that it's not important. I think we wanted to ask you specifically about the language of your resolution, regardless of how people responded to it. We wanted to get your uh, thoughts and opinion on your resolution, because definitely looking at what's happening in county council and city council meetings across the country. Well, I haven't seen as much hate as I've seen, you know, in, in the past couple of weeks. So I, I agree with hateful chants in the or excuse me, I agree that you said that hateful chants are important and they are, it, it's something that I haven't seen to this degree. It's upsetting and it's discouraging. However, with this, how it relates to your particular resolution, we wanted to ask you about your wording, regardless of how people responded to it. Yeah, and so yeah, and so I, I stand by this resolution. And if are we gonna are we gonna put it forward again? I don't know. Um, our council members were just setting on it, maybe get through the holidays. Does it does it is it worth the um, the, the 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 chaos that it creates? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if it's worth it at all. I mean, it's worth it if it passed. They would have passed if if one of our council members were there, but he had a real reason to not be there. So. I don't know, guys. I mean, you know, for me, I believe in law and order. I believe that it makes us a civilized community. If we're starting to start throwing a constitution out and our laws and orders out, then 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 what the hell? You know, what are we doing? Yeah. And that's just my opinion. And I know that you guys are not as conservative as me, and I get it, and that's okay. But the way I see this, guys, is this is an American, American issue. It's a nonpartisan issue. And if we start just letting stuff lax and don't care about stuff like that, that's when we're really in trouble. And I think we're really in trouble right now. And, and I, that's I, just how I feel. Yeah, you know? and we appreciate the conversation. I, I see where you're coming from. My thinking is this is an area, the entire St. Louis area, including St. Charles. And I know that, that population fluctuates in certain parts of St. Louis. But for the most part, this is an area of bleeding population. And it we could probably stand to use a few extra people coming into the area to work, to start businesses, to, to go to schools, to be part of the community because people are leaving. People are not just leaving St. Louis City, but they're leaving the whole area. So, well, that's that, let me back up again. St. Charles County is one of the fastest growing counties. In right, the but I'm talking about the entire area. The entire area, right. people are leaving, and in St. Charles and, County is not making up for the the people who are leaving. 
Right, and you got to ask yourself, why are they leaving? I mean, is it probably because it's got a dysfunctional Democrat, uh, uh, you know, office holders in, in St. Louis? I mean, is that it's the entire one of the reasons? It's the whole region, and I, I think we I'm can, just we telling can you guys, to use. Yeah, and I hear what you're saying, but I mean, I, you got these liberal woke policies that's going to ruin communities, and that's what it does. That, is, that is absolutely your opinion, and we do appreciate you giving it to us today, Joe Brazel, St. <laughs> Charles County Councilman, District Two. Thank you for your time. Call me anytime, guys. Bye bye. That is Joe Brazel with us. If you missed the interview, you can go back and listen to it on the Odyssey app. It'll be posted a little bit later or KMOX.com. It's all available for you. And, of course, wherever you get your podcast, we, we recommend the Odyssey app because you can listen to the show live. Wherever you are, you can listen to Cardinals Baseball live also, which is an awesome thing that you can do. Cool. We're going to talk to Matt Pauley at the bottom of the hour because, uh, well, right after the 1130 news, the Cardinals – might still be in the market for another starting pitcher. At least those are the reports out there today. We will discuss that with him. We've got more coming up. Your thoughts on the interview with Councilman Brazel? Welcome as well. 314-436-7900. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.